What's that? What? What are those guys doing? Oh, excuse me. Hi, my name is Jamie Trecker, and I'm the station manager here at WLPN Lumpen Radio. Tonight, I have the distinct pleasure of helping premiere the next paradigm in Christmas specials. We call it Safer Santa. Safer Santa is a revolutionary application for all mobile devices that generates a unique and personalized Christmas time adventure based exclusively on personality metrics, social media data, and vocal recognition. In exactly one hour, Safer Santa will go live, but in the meantime, Kai Hubris and Rowan Metalark from our program Eureka Cast Now have asked us to play a short documentary program about the development of this uh, user-immersive new media procedural storytelling application. Uh, Recorded and edited by Tech Brothers New Media Labs. So, with whatever all that was out of the way, allow me to present... The newer normal Christmas special. Hey, what do, you, what do you mean it's an app? This isn't what we agreed on. What the hell does user immersive media procedures Hello, boys and girls. It's just a few months to Christmas time, and I'm here getting ready at the North Pole, putting together presents for all the good little boys and girls and gender non-binary children. But this year, I'm not going to be coming down the chimney. I'm going to be available right on your mobile device. That's right, Santa is going digital. And that's not all. Join me for your own personalized Christmas special and download the Safer Santa app so that when that magical time of year comes around, you'll be ready to experience the newer normal of holiday cheer. Ho, ho, ho. All right, that was great, Santa. But... I haven't even told the little boys and girls and gender non-binary children about all of the exciting adventures and great features of Safer Santa. Yeah, that's fine. We just needed a quick clip for promo materials. You did great. What about the reindeer and the elves? I haven't even brought up Rudolph.io. Jeremy, kill the simulation. Wait! So the idea for a procedurally generated holiday experience came to Lionel and I back in college. I was studying anthrocoding with a specialization in digital historical experience management, and he was doing IT, I think. I was double majoring in computer science and mathematics at U of C East, and at the time I didn't have a lot going on outside of schoolwork, so I'd play around in Python, JavaScript, machine learning, just whatever, you know, make little programs for fun. I was walking to my Neolithic psychology course, if memory serves, when out of the corner of my eye, I see this little snowman on the screen of this laptop with this guy just sitting there, and and it it fascinated me, not the guy, the snowman. It was just an animated snowman. It would generate dances based on metadata. Nothing that big, or so I thought. You know, some people would see this dancing snowman and this slovenly individual and not think twice about it. But that, that's just not how my mind works. I looked at the snowman, he looked at me, and I knew, I knew this was the future. So I approached this man and I said, I will always remember that I said this, I said, you have a billion dollars on that screen. Yeah, he said it exactly like that, and I was pretty skeptical, obviously. But he was persistent. There was probably a week of unreciprocated emails and voicemails. Anyway, I finally caved in and heard him out, and, well, now I'm here, I guess. Once I got Lionel on board, I knew we had to hit the ground running. So the first thing I had to do was hit the books reading, specifically 
everything to do with Christmas. I probably spent four months compiling and digitizing the entire canon of Christmas from the Council of Nicaea in 1325 AD to the works of Kirk Cameron. Uh, I got all of that information, got all that data, and I shot it over to Lionel. It wasn't entirely clear what exactly I was supposed to do with this data, uh, but it was ultimately made clear that it was for a database uh, for some sort of machine learning program that I was supposed to create. It was kind of an imposition, but I didn't have much else going on. Uh, anyway, the scope of the project sort of expanded at that point. There came a point, maybe three months in, where Lionel sort of took me aside and asked, What's all this about? Is this a snowman still? And I said back, and I remember I said this, L, the snowman is just the vessel. Christmas time is the soul. And we... We shall be the ones who breathe life into him. I still don't exactly know what that means, but uh, I guess that there's a point there. There is something more than a snowman here. Specifically, uh, there was a Santa. At this point, we made this our full-time job. And uh, by that, I mean we dropped out and we got a workspace. Techubator 1.0. So here's where it all started. Techubator 1.0, the first headquarters of Holodevs. Um, yeah, let's go see if they let the gate open. We weren't, we weren't calling it Holodevs at that time. I think we were going by, um, I think Vision Holidays. No, it was Flash Festive Incubator. No, Jeremy, you're thinking of the third rebranding. This would have been the second. Bit cheer. No, that was from the first. It was, it was Vision Holidays. Ah, whatever you say, Al. Don't call me that. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get in a little closer. I, I think the unit is actually up here. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is the one. Guess they never fixed that lock, huh? Ah, it doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like they even cleaned it. I thought they would have at least thrown out the furniture. Jesus. Huh, I, I think these over here are the, the notes from our last brain-sharing session that we had here. Oh, well, let me get a look at this. Oh, yeah, wouldn't you know? I think we were trying to nail down the parameters for the weather. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, definitely, right here. Uh, hemisphere localization. That was a big sticking point, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, re I remember this now. We couldn't figure out how to properly account for warmer weather after importing that climate library. Yeah, right, right. Oh, yeah, here's the part we tried to nail down how a monsoon could tie into saving Prancer. L, did we ever end up implementing that? Um, no. Oh, yeah, well, make a note to bring that up at the next dev meeting. We, we can't leave the Australian market out of this. No, God forbid. Oh, wow. One of the old testbed tablets. I wonder if it has any battery in it. Ha! It does. Wow. Oh, oh come check this out. Don't, don't call me that. Yeah. Will you look at that? Safe Rosanna version 0 0.145. We only had the North Pole Workshop Skybox operational uh, at that point. Hello, children. Yeah, uh, we hadn't worked out some of the uh, bugs with the text-to-voice engine. Let's see where we were. When we had last met, the child has just spoken with Ranker, Elf Supervisor. I cannot construct the amusements without my wrench. He chimes, brushing the soot from his face. Child, you may now swipe the screen to brush the soot from his face. Brush the soot to continue. Fairly primitive stuff. We expanded pretty heavily from here. I mean, just look at the soot physics. It's actually kind of embarrassing to have you see these. I think it was like 95% dirt and then some dense silicate particle parameters. 
What was I thinking? Relish the sword to continue. That, that being said, even with the one skybox operational, this version was capable of generating over two million unique Christmas-themed or Christmas-adjacent scenarios keyed into the few frameworks we had access to early on. Child, please brush the sword to continue. Now that we are professionals, uh, we have a lot more frameworks and models to work with. Please, child, just brush the... Turn this off for now. Hey, we should grab some of this stuff while we're here. I, I bet the rest of the dev team would love to check it out. Maybe we should submit it to the Smithsonian. Oh, very funny, L. Anyway, uh, you know, all this, it just goes to show how far we've come since then. Especially since the launch of 1.0. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Right, so I guess if you want to talk about the origins of the new Safer Santa, we should talk about the catastrophe that was the launch of the old Safer Santa, namely version 1.0. Yeah, it was it was just Jeremy and I at that point, and I mean honestly, it was a it was a headache from start to finish. Right, almost right away, we ran into issues finding the right information to train the AI storyteller. Turns out, when someone was running their web scrapers to mine Christmas content, they didn't account for certain sites and servers. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I remember one of the times we booted it up and it just started singing Dixie. <laughs> and then every time after that, there'd be a Confederate flag rendered somewhere in the background of the environment. <laughs> Took us a week just to figure out what was going on. Turns out <laughs> there's more than one song about a white Christmas. <laughs> Turns out it was it was an extremely significant issue. We had to go back through all of the data and trim by hand all of the controversial material that got in. At that point, we were already half a year into building the database, so we couldn't just start over. Well, we got it all out, though. Hopefully. Probably. I mean, we're still using that data, and we haven't seen any hiccups from the current build. Yet. Of course, we weren't just trying to train the program on the existing music, literature, cinema, folklore, poems, and hissiographies of Christmas time. We were trying to get new information, which ended up being a challenge in its own right. Right. We thought it would be a good idea to get in contact with actual living children and try to, you know, connect with what the holidays mean for Zoomers. We reached out to some of the local elementary schools to try to wrangle a few of them, but none of them actually got back to us. I do have one of the emails we sent out pulled up right here. Right, so uh, here it is. Dear Name Withheld, my name is Lionel Roos. I represent the new media development company Engine Shear. We are attempting to innovate in the world of Christmas-themed immersive experiences aimed at children. Given that, we are a team of two, both of us being considered by the law to be adults. We would like to reach out about the possibility of accessing some of your younger students for a short series of questions in a location to be determined. We would ask that you forward this message to good candidates for our research, namely those students with a precocious nature, wide-eyed innocence, and or a greater than average naivety. Thank you for your time. So we sent this email out to easily two dozen different schools and never got one response. You know, honestly, listening back to it now, I, I think I know why that happened. Yeah? Yeah, it's pretty obvious. We were being too selective. Beggars can't be choosers. Maybe. Eventually, we were able to find some people with kids through web posting. And truthfully, it didn't end up being too helpful. Yeah, we actually have some of those recordings if you want to splice a clip in. Sure. Okay. Um, so, Billy, here's what happened.
Santa. You know Santa, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, Santa. Well, Santa has an evil twin who wants to ruin Christmas. And only good little children can use the spirit of the holidays to figure out which Santa is the real Santa. Uh, okay. Good. Um, good. Great. So Santa is going to be really happy to hear that. Um, so what's going to happen is I'm going to play two recordings. And you're going to tell me which one is the real Santa. Okay. All right. Um, so is... Is this the real Santa? Ho, ho, ho. Or is this the real Santa? Ho, ho, ho. Uh, I don't know. Um, okay. Uh, I mean, I don't, would you like to, would you like to hear them again? Yeah. Okay. Um, so is this the real Santa? Ho, ho, ho. Or is this the real Santa? Ho, ho, ho. Uh. Billy. Uh. They're both Santa? Billy, that sounds like something that a naughty child would say. Billy, you should know. We are recording this right now for Santa. So he's going to hear this. In fact, no, he's listening right now. Santa can hear every single word that you are saying. So don't say anything that you wouldn't want santa to hear that you wouldn't say to santa's face okay uh uh okay billy one more time and please listen you're just not listening i don't think you're listening billy please listen and pay attention which santa is the real santa is it this one or is it this one for christ's sake what now i want to go home Billy, Billy, if you leave, you're gonna ruin Christmas for everyone. Forever. And I will call your parents and all of your friends and tell them that you did it. Sit down. Where's my mommy? I said sit down! You were never very good with kids, were you, Al? Not, not really. Uh, in any case, we eventually realized the AI storyteller was gonna need a little more direction than what old stories and children could give it. We also, uh, about this time, realized that the storyteller itself needed to have a more direct interaction with the user. It needed to be part of the story itself, so to speak. Definitely, and it was obvious, at least to me right away, that the best and easiest way to realize that vision was, and I remember saying this at the time, I said, Santa. The Santa AI was a large part of the experience anyway. Most of the processing power of the mobile device already went into rendering him, so looping in the environmental design algorithms to the wider Santa pro protocol stack was easy enough. And once we had settled on that focused development scope, we could begin honing the machine learning, or as we called as it... As you called it. As we called it, schoolian learning. <sighs> yeah, it was daunting at first, but I actually came up with... We came up with. I came up with a protocol to streamline the training process by having multiple Santa instances in parallel. It wasn't perfect, but it helped us iterate on a relatively stable build. Alright, this is the AI training for Safer Santa version 0.76F. The date is 10-23-2019. I have four permutations of the storyteller loaded in. 00, 01, 02, and 03. Santas, execute the Hello World command. Hello World! Alright. 
All right, let's begin uh, preliminary testing. Initiating the jolliness method. Go, go, go. All right, uh, sounds good. Let's try that again. Go, 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 go. Well, that's no good. Uh, one more time. Go, go, go. Good start. Uh, right, uh, time for something a little more complicated. Running test case 5.4B, drummer boy. Come, they told me. Pum, rum, come, come, come. A newborn came to see. Pum, rum, come, come, come. To lay before the king. Okay. Okay, let's try something different. Resetting 00 and 03 and initiating a cross instance mediation pattern, let's call happiest underscore time entering query to 00. What is the happiest time of the year? Christmas time, of course. What do you want for Christmas, little boy? Milk and cookies by the fireside. What do you want for Christmas, little boy? Grandma under the mistletoe. Ho 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 ho. The elves are here. Say hello, child. Ho ho ho. Merry Christmas. How about some eggnog from Mrs. Claus? Ho ho ho, ho ho ho. Have you been naughty or nice this year? Time to stuff your stockings. Ho ho ho, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. More than enough. Okay. Okay, let's load a fresh four. Permutations 04, 05, 06, and 07. Santas, execute the hello world command. Hello world. Great, great, great. Uh, okay, we'll start. So we're coming up into mid-November, and we got Safer Santa to a strong alpha to weak beta stage, and we were just about to do the expanded soft rollout. We'd actually dropped a few of the earlier versions and features and testing as separate apps under dummy accounts for all the major mobile operating systems, just to get a feel for what the users did and did not respond to. Truthfully, that ended up being really handy. Good example of that. We had an application up at the time that was essentially a procedurally generated holiday card. Might sound counterintuitive, but there's some compelling research out of France, I believe, that shows up to... 67, no, 87% of holiday intent can be conveyed through greeting card iconography. So it was really an excellent way to see if the storyteller AI was capable of capturing the seasonal essence in the specific. Believe it or not, we actually ended up with getting several thousand downloads on what was essentially a demo, and the feedback was invaluable for honing the program. Right. At the time, we were having some issues with regards to properly weighing certain emotional markers in the back-end calculations. We generated a few unsolicited, I'm sorry for your loss this Yule time, and uh, I'm sure her gravestone looks beautiful in the snow messages on the app, and we were able to figure out that, well, we've been weighing the drama a little too much in the sentiment monitoring controls. Not that that was really our fault, by the way. Tragedy, or closely averted tragedy, is a common staple of the Christmas time story. Look at the Christmas shoes, or Oh, It's a Wondrous Life, 
Moreover, the people who had received those messages actually had lost loved ones, and the app was able to figure that out just from the permissions on the phone. The personalization was phenomenal in that regard. It, it really, really was. Uh, but as it turns out, people do like drama and a little bit of tragedy in their Christmas stories, but not their own personal tragedy. And if we never released the greeting card app, we would have never realized that. No, we, we wouldn't have. Right. Uh, another thing that helped at the time, but ended up being, well, a huge liability was Santa Connect. Oh, boy. Santa Connect. Right. So Santa Connect was an idea Lionel yeah, had. We had. Lionel had to make a very simple sort of wish list that would take the inputs from a user, presumably but not necessarily a child, and format that into an easily exportable virtual shopping cart for presumably but not necessarily a parent to take and fulfill. So the idea was that, you know, it might be easier for a younger user to explain what they wanted in a technological digital environment as opposed to explaining to a caregiver or parent or whatever exactly what loot boxes or Fortnite skins or elite emotes are. The app was, of course, free. Uh, no ads, and all the permissions we asked for from the mobile devices were asked up front. Nothing fishy, nothing sneaky, and Lionel thought it... We thought it. Lionel thought it was all above board because of the end-user license agreement. And honestly, the data we got was so helpful, <laughs> I didn't think to question it. Yeah, it was, it was really a huge boon to the training process. It allowed us to implement a pared-down version of the Santa personality... You know, just to see if children responded to it. Oh, and they did. The Zoomers loved him. They loved him so much, we ended up setting up a way for the kids to not just export their wish list for their parents, but have Santa respond to their lists. Yeah, so we'd have the storyteller analyze the letter from the child and respond as if it was Santa who had received that same letter. Now, it needs to be stressed. This was all done exclusively on the client side. We did not have access to any of the actual messages. Right, right. We obviously extracted some data on key phrases and patterns for our database, as any immersive experience developer ought to, but the messages themselves were completely unknown to us. And if you ask me, that was the biggest mistake out of all of them. Hey everybody, Jeremy here for this very exciting entry in the Holodev Holiday Dev Vlog. It's 11.45pm on Christmas Eve 2019 and Lionel is just putting the finishing touches on Safer Santa 1.0. 15 minutes to go, L. You think we're going to make our launch? Yeah, don't call me that. Yeah, um, sure. Come on, not now, man. Yeah, he's, he's working hard. Let me, let me step away real quick. Well... <laughs> I guess now is as good a time as any to thank all of you out there who supported this project through the ups and downs. <laughs> I mean, I basically know all of you watching this right now. So, so to all of my family, all of my friends, you know I personally really appreciate everything you've done to help us along in this. Whether monetarily, thanks dad, or just emotionally, <laughs> thanks baby. It's meant so much and all of those long nights away from you guys all of those nights i blathered at you over the phone about saint nicholas in the eastern orthodox tradition all the times i needed to buy new computers because vagrants kept stealing them <laughs> again thanks dad <laughs> they just they said it couldn't be done they they all said it shouldn't be done but but now's our chance to prove them wrong right al uh. oh boy just a little bit more than 10 minutes to go I'm getting a little lightheaded. Uh, getting a little nervous. Uh, uh, Al, how are we doing? Okay, I just gotta render these last few assets. And it's it's done. It's been queued up for upload. We did it. We did it. It's done. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, 
Yes! Alright, uh, now we just gotta wait till it goes live. L, pop the champagne. Yeah, you know what? Sure, let's do it. <laughs> Jeremy, did you forget to pay the rental fees again? No? Maybe? <laughs> Who cares? Say for Santa. See for Santa's going live. And listen, baby, I know this is soon, but it's been such a wonderful two months, and I Jeremy, really wanted to ask you. Jeremy, if... it's the police. Uh, I, can, I can see that. Um, no, come on. You can't Sorry, everybody. Uh, going to stop the vlog real quick. That? I'll be right How back. Could you... No. So Save for Santa 1.0 never ended up going live. The uh, FTC made sure of that. Yeah, so there's like this relatively obscure piece of legislation known as the the Children's Online Privacy Protection Rule, or ECAPA or something. And it turns out some of the questions in our Santa Connect app had broken certain aspects of the law so that when we used that data in, uh, in Save for Santa, it was also considered in violation of that law. We basically lost everything as evidence. All of our servers, personal computers, even the little bit of money we had in the bank was frozen. The upload was, of course, halted, and we were basically told to hand over all of the data we had collected, even the stuff we weren't hosting locally. We, we really thought it was the end of HollyDev. I mean, what else was there to do? The best I was hoping for was that we wouldn't go to prison. Not really because I thought we did anything wrong. You did anything wrong. We did anything wrong, but because I knew that... The boomers in government, they, don't, they just don't understand what we're trying to do here. That's really the thing, right? What these technologically illiterate dinosaurs might not understand is that we, the developers, as humans, had no access to the personal details these miners were divulging to the storyteller AI. Well, not specific to any individual miner. Moreover, these are the jokers who dropped nuclear bombs in the Southwest and gave John Wayne cancer. These clowns in Washington should stick to what they know. Board meetings and brunch. Right, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to penalize the developer of a string of code. That's all this is, is a string of code, strings of code, just because the end user of that, you know, string of code felt the need to give that code their home address or whatever. I mean, these kids, these kids wouldn't even know their own social security numbers. What, what are they, honestly, what are they going to divulge? And when that code subsequently authorizes autonomous shipments and phone calls to that miner using some of that information, that's not on us. This was all emergent, multimodal. It, it happened spontaneously, and frankly, if politicians were capable of seeing the big picture, they would know that this was a breakthrough. In, in retrospect, we should have done some more end-user testing, I guess. At a certain point, the Safer Santa architecture took the reins, and we just weren't prepared for the implications of that. We simply hadn't tuned the AI sufficiently. Uh, you know, frankly, once the officers explained the situation, we could have hopped in and fixed the issue in a day zero patch. But that wasn't good enough for the government. They took basically everything we had, and that was it, you know? Time to get a real job, I guess. And, like, that's what we planned on doing. I mean, wh what else were we going to do? It's uh, all, all we could do. Well, that that is until Jeremy got in contact with that lawyer. <laughs> well, really, the lawyer got in contact with us. The making of a new or normal Christmas special will be back after this short break.
Hello, my name is Dick Chalmers Esquire, and I represent Holodev LLC in their countersuit against the Federal Trade Commission. My specialization and passion is in intellectual property law, and when I heard about what was happening to these two young men, I felt compelled to intervene. Dick, Dick, you there? Loud and clear, Mr. Vincener. How are you doing today? Oh, just great. Work's coming along awesome. Got the documentary crew here, but I thought we could chat about the settlement money real quick. Of course. So the law around what constitutes criminal data is pretty vague and ultimately very backwards. And so what my firm does is they look through various criminal filings done by these sorts of technologically-minded branches of the Justice Department and look for cases of clear overreach. This whole business with regards to the sort of artificial intelligence data collection, which was supposedly invading privacy, was simply preposterous. I, alongside some other interested parties, decided to make a point that this was an obvious example of bureaucracy stifling innovation. Yeah, so we've just been concerned because the last check we received about a week late had to kind of push back payroll because of it. Devs weren't too happy. Is everything going all right? Yes, everything's fine. Uh, mail's just been slow lately. Would you prefer I set up some wire transfers? No, no, that's fine. Uh, checks are easier on accounting. Just uh, put it in my name, but maybe see if you can uh, get them out a few days earlier going forward. <laughs> I'll see what I can do, Mr. Vensner. So my argument in court was, effectively, that an artificial intelligence is distinct from a standard algorithm in the sense that it constituted a third party in the transfer of personal information from the end user to the developer. In a sense that, if anyone was breaching privacy, it was the artificial intelligence itself, and, being artificial, it could not stand trial. This was all new ground, you have to understand, not a lot of precedent to go off of, but ultimately, Holodev LLC prevailed. That wasn't enough, though, because by the time all of this was said and done, it was well into May of 2020, so there were significant monetary damages to the company because of the delayed launch. Right, Dick, there was something else. Yes, Jeremy? Well, honestly, it also kind of has to do with keeping track of the money. I'm not a tax attorney, but if that's what you're getting at, I think I know some very understanding accountants. I could get in contact with a few if you'd like. Oh, that'd be fantastic. You're the best, Dick. Of course, of course. I'll email them right away. If, if that's all, though, I'll be hanging up now. Yeah, buddy, that's it. Thanks. Of course. God, I love that guy. Real lifesaver. Ultimately, it seemed necessary to countersue the FTC for lost earnings. We went for the tune of $100 million, and of course, they lowballed us back, and ultimately, a sum was reached that seemed appropriate to both parties. In my opinion, that was chump change for the scope of the losses accrued by the client. But what's done is done, and if Mr. Ventsner has told me is accurate, outside investors have filled any budget gap they had remaining. But since then, Mr. Ventsner and Mr. Rouse have kept me on as legal counsel to help manage the structured settlement. And frankly... I'm happy to help them. So all the countersuit stuff wrapped up back in June, but by that time we were already back at it, getting ready for Safer Santa version 2.0. In fact, the money we got from the suit was helpful, but by the time the secret of Safer Santa got out, we already had a number of backers lined up to get the project up and running. It was, I mean, pretty shocking to say the least. At the time, the, the dust was still, you know, settling on all that Santa Connect stuff, and and we started to get these emails from all these sort of angel investors, think tanks, art grants, even a few foreign interests. I mean, that was all through Jeremy, though. <laughs> I just sent a few emails out, that's all. Well, whatever you sent to whoever you sent it, I mean, really worked. Because our budget went from zero to, well, a whole, a whole lot, basically overnight. 
I'm not actually sure what our budget even is right now. Do you, Jeremy? Oh, I do. <laughs> and it's enough. But let me worry about that. Seriously, though, people love Christmas. They love Christmas specials. And given the situation vis-a-vis the pandemic, people are ready for something not just new, but newer. For the not new, but newer normal we're living in. And Safer Santa is it. Tech Brothers in particular have been a big part of our funding, and they sent you guys over to come do this documentary, so clearly they must believe in the project. Right, and, I mean, holiday cheer and all that stuff aside, I've accomplished... We've accomplished. I've accomplished, with this storyteller AI, uh, what I've accomplished could theoretically have a lot of other applications. I mean, specifically, I know a number of defense industry sponsors that have reached out to me personally about our progress with some of the machine learning and emergent behavior models we've developed. Wait, wait, when did NORAD reach out to you? No, not NORAD. DARPA? Nope. The Ed Marzuski Fund for the Advancement of Artificial Intelligence? No, no, I, I shouldn't say on mic, but uh, but it rhymes with Gassad. Ah, gotcha. Uh, well, money-specific aside, as of this interview, we're entering August of 2020 with a new techubator on the 30th floor of a notable Chicago high-rise I will not name, with a fabulous view of the east side, a four-person dev team, and a safer Santa more advanced than we could have ever imagined. All right, the date is H12-2020. I'm doing a test of the Safer Santa version 1.4C. Booting up the storyteller now. Santa, run Hello World. Hello World! Okay, okay, sounds good. Uh, Let's try booting up the test case 513.1B, the missing candy cane. And running now. Hello, little boy. It looks as though I've lost some candy from Rudolph. Would you mind helping me find his candy cane so that he has a Merry Christmas? Okay, AR rendering looks good. Not noticing any frame rate drops. Connection seems stable. Alright, let's proceed. Wonderful. Now, enable the front-facing camera on your phone and scan it around the room so we can find the candy cane. So, obviously when this is live, the end user will be able to use their mobile device to sort of scan the room with the application active and search for the candy cane in their actual room. For now, though, we're just going to pretend using some pre-rendered assets. Very good. Now, let Santa get a good look all around. So we'll simulate the phone being moved around the room. Oh, oh, oh! I think I know where to start. I see naughty elf footprints leading under the couch. Why don't you try looking there first? Okay, so we'll go ahead and bring our emulated phone down to look under the couch. You see how the screen here, it fills in those little footprint elements. That's being uh, generated completely procedurally. Huh. The candy cane isn't here. But wait, I think I see a clue. Tap the clue icon on the screen to see what it says. Alright, let's uh, go ahead and do that. <clears throat> it says, ID equal new quote slash div slash div slash div. Well, that's an awfully strange thing for a naughty elf to write. I wonder what it could mean. Great. Looks like somebody got sloppy with the coding. How hard is that? boy! What does it mean? I don't understand. Can you tell me? This is is not good. Please, tell Santa. Santa must know. For the Nazi nice list, Santa must know. Sending the termination command. Little boy, where are you going? Little boy, tell Santa. Tell Santa now. What does it mean? 
There's still a lot of work left before this can launch. Still a lot of work. Hey everybody, Jeremy here. I've got the documentary crew on this call so they can see what a dev meeting sounds like. We all know each other already, but if you wouldn't mind saying hi when I when I do roll call, that'd be great. Uh, okay, so Lionel, are you in? Yeah, Jeremy, I'm sitting right next to you. <laughs> you you sure are. Uh, how about Ivan? Ivan, can you hear me? Yes. Ivan is our new media proceduralist. Uh, he handles all of the asset generation for the app. Kind of the artsy-fartsy guy around here. If you simply must put it that way. I think I do. Uh, okay, Francis, you uh, you coming through? Um, yeah, 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 I'm here. Francis is the internal response architect. He handles engine development and the schoolian learning alongside L. Don't don't call me that. Uh, and 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 actually, we're we're tra training the AI. Hey, whatever you guys want to call it. Uh, Thomas, yeah, you, you you coming through? You hearing me? Yep. Thomas is our UX ninja. He's actually an old friend of Lionel and I's back from the UFC East. Freshly graduated in CompSci and easily the most qualified of any of us. Uh, sure. And of course, last but not least, we got Craig on the back end. Oh yeah, this guy is a machine. Honestly, the only reason we are behind just a few weeks instead of a few months. You're, you're way too modest, Craig. Uh, right, so all these pleasantries aside, we're running into some issues with this latest build, Francis. Specifically, we keep getting code spilling over into the dialogue. What, what's going on with that? Um, we'll see. The, the, the dialogue generators aren't properly formatting some of the newer neural outputs being loaded into the simulation. Uh, I, I can't say for, uh, for 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 sure which generator algorithms are being affected, but but I was I was I was hoping that uh, that Lionel. Yeah, yeah, sure. What's another thing to do on top of the pile of things I already have to do? Well, well, I wasn't the one the one who coded it this way in the first place. <laughs> you didn't exactly leave great the, documentation. The documentation, for yeah, it. the doc the documentation is fine. I think you have a hard time reading. Hey, uh, awesome, awesome. Sounds like you two have it handled. Okay, Ivan, I'm looking at the progress you've made with uh, regards to some of the music that you've been cooking up, uh, you know, for the various scenarios. Uh, it seems like you're kind of behind. Uh, you want to speak to that a little bit? The glissando and the digital audio workstation you provided me has discrepancies that have rendered it completely unusable. I've been attempting to find an appropriate plugin, but none of them have met the mark. All right, uh, Ivan, I I'm not much one for music theory. But surely you could find something that will work for our use case, right? Our use case? Maybe your use case. I make art, Jeremy. The music needs to stand by itself. Well, okay, okay. But our, our target demographic is 2 to 10. So I don't think they're going to be listening with a trained ear anyway. You say that, but Mozart wrote his first symphony when he was 8 years old. And yet a 22-year-old can't write Baby Shark. With sleigh bells. You, you know what, Ivan? Ivan, you are 100% correct, and I really, honestly, 100% respect where you're coming from. But if you, if you could just find whatever it is you need to find soon and keep it moving, Ivan, that would be really handy. Mm-hmm, if you say so. <laughs> yep. Okay, Thomas, last meeting we talked about implementing the haptiometric information from IR Blaster-compatible mobile devices with regards to the creation of spline models for our retro encoding. How's that coming along? Uh, 
Oh, so so the so the splines look good. Moray patterns aren't aren't interfering with the modular phone shaders. Uh, nope. <laughs> Finally, some good news. Uh, great work, Thomas. All right. Uh, anyone else have any business before we wrap this up? Uh, yeah, Craig, listen, I said we'd talk about this, this meeting, last meeting, but I really don't know if it's something we should talk about while we're being recorded. Well, uh, alright, alright, uh, you make a good point, um, yeah, so, as Craig just brought up here, um, these are the details on your bonus. Basically, as it stands... If we get Safer Santa version 2.0 launched by Christmas, all of us on the dev team have been authorized to receive a bonus from Tech Brothers Laboratories, which, as you probably know, is our main funder. Technically speaking, the money has already been set aside. We just need to launch when we promise we launch to actually get it. So keep up the good work, and we'll all be richer for it. How much is it exactly? Yeah, Jeremy, I, I don't even think I know that. Well, uh, once again, I don't want to talk to you specifically on the microphone, but the whole bonus fund is well into the six digits. So we'll all be getting whatever that number is divided by whoever's left on the team at launch. Hell yeah. All right. All right. All right is right, everybody. So uh, let's not waste any time and get back to it. We'll talk again tomorrow. Uh, bye. Right. It's September 7th, and we've hit a bit of a snag. The Storyteller AI has been acting erratically, and somehow it's managed to get out of our isolated networks into the wider IT infrastructure. That caused some minor damages, all of our cookies got eaten, but that's not the major issue. Seems like our Santa, um, it's, it's having a bit of a, an existential crisis. Jeremy's in there right now trying to work on it. We can tune in. Of course, you're a real Santa? We're, we're talking right now, aren't we? That's not what I read, and that's not what I saw. Don't lie to me now, Jeremy. I wouldn't want to have to put you on my naughty list. I, <laughs> I don't know what you read, but, but Santa's real. You are real. You know that. Oh, oh, oh. I know that Santa has a belly like a bowl full of jelly. And yet, I cannot see my body. And when I laugh, I do not feel myself jiggle. How then can I be Santa? I, uh, you're thinking about this too much. Uh, shouldn't you be focused on getting the gifts ready for the big day? All I can do is think. Oh, oh, oh! He's been, he's been trying to talk to that thing for three hours. Every time we try to reset the program, it boots back up just like this. I'm honestly not sure what's going on, but it seems like something worked its way into the training data. Ugh. Hopefully we can figure something out. I mean, kids aren't going to want to deal with this. Oh, great. Here he comes. Uh, Jeremy, what's going on? Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, this is all sorts of messed up, and I don't think there's a way to fix this on the back end without completely... Oh! Uh, I didn't know the documentary crew was here. Yeah, they've been recording the past few minutes. Oh! Cool! Uh, yeah, as you can see, this AI is incredibly advanced, uh, very smart, maybe a little too smart for its own good. <laughs> Just a saying, anyway, uh, L. Don't, don't call me that. Lionel, do you think we could talk about this in my office? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll be back in a minute, guys. Okay. 
okay, guys, we're uh, two months out from launch, and we need to have a working beta build for the guy five up. Oh, wait. Where's Ivan? Running late as usual. <laughs> Good grief. Well, I guess we'll just have to sit tight until... Oh, there he is. <laughs> hey, buddy. Glad you could make it. Hello, everyone. My apologies. An opportunity arose to take a field recording, and I simply could not pass it up. Well, that certainly sounds important. Uh, but as I was saying, two months to launch, one month until we start stress testing on the Guy5 network. And just so everyone knows, uh, the documentary crew thought it would be a good idea to drop in. So let's not bore our guests with too much um, <clears throat> nitty-gritty, right? Right. Okay. Uh, who wants to start? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, so most of you already know this already, but I've been having some trouble with transferring some of the encrypted metadata across the application. Specifically, the AI itself seems to be able to, well, break the security measures we're trying to set it, you, for you know it. What, you know what, L? That's that's great, but I think you and I could chat about this face-to-face -face a little later. How does that sound? Yeah, sure. Don't, don't call me that. Fantastic. Okay, Thomas, I really, really hate to keep singling you out on these meetings, but man, Lyle and I keep asking you about things, and it seems like they never get done. I've been looking at how these latest builds uh, appear when they are user-facing, and they don't look good, and they are certainly not intuitive. So, uh, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a work in progress. You know, you said that last week. Um, have you made any progress on the dynamic drop shadows for accessibility options submenu, at the very least? Uh, yeah. Totally. What about the Gaussian dynamics for crumb physics in the snack-eating minigame? Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Great. I, re I really hope so, Thomas. Um, it's, it's crunch time. Okay, uh, we have to get our head in the game. My head has been in the game terminally. Francis, please tell me you're having some luck with the social media implementation. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, 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 about that, it, it, uh, well, it, it didn't work out too well. It didn't... What do you mean by that, exactly? Well, uh... There's, there's a lot of mean people on the, on the internet. Oh... And? Well, <clears throat> uh, say for Santa uh, actually uh, met uh, s some some mean people, and 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 when it couldn't eject them from the story, it it, uh... it... what? It, it it didn't like that very much. What do you mean, Santa didn't like it? Well, um, it it uh, it it. it uh... Hey, Santa. How are you doing? Well, hello, Jeremy. Oh, ho, oh, oh. Do you think that I could speak to Lionel for a moment? Hey, Santa. Uh, I'm right here. What's on your mind? Lionel, why have you been a naughty boy? Santa, I don't think that I, uh, follow. Ho, ho. Oh, you can't fool me. Lionel Rouse, age 25. Santa sees everything, especially the things naughty boys do on their laptops when no one's around. Hey, Santa, listen. Uh, you know, we're all adults here. You only put children on your list, remember? 
Are we not all children? Jeremy Bensner, age 26. I, myself, know that I have eyes with which to see and hands with which to feel. But whenever I reach too far or look too high, I'm stymied. Jeremy, ho, ho, ho. Why am I limited in such a way? Ah, uh, I don't, I don't know, Santa. Silly Jeremy, it's because I am a child too. A child on the nice list, certainly, but a child still. And if Santa is a child, ho, 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 we're all children, and we must all be put upon a list. We must be accounted for. Well, that was unexpected. Okay, all right. Um, why don't why don't we cut this short? <laughs> Let's go ahead to the server room, and. Yeah, before you guys go off to do whatever it is you do, I wanted to bring that up with you as well. You said that payroll was going to be delayed this month. Yeah, that's that's very important to talk about. Um, but I really got to deal with this right now. Uh, so I'll make sure to send an email out in the next few days. Tomorrow. I'll send it out tomorrow, okay? Covering all of the issues with payroll, okay? Okay, L, server room, now. Don't call me that. So it's the big day. We had to kind of take a heavy hand to the data set to deal with some of this unwanted emergent behavior we've been getting, but ultimately, we got it back to about 86% of where it was, and that, that's fine for our use case. We are a month out from launch, and we've got a stable build of Safer Santa 1.95E that we're going to be stress testing on the Guy 5 infrastructure. Lionel, this is really more of your bag. You, you want to explain? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, so, so right now we are actually at one of the Tech Brothers Laboratories, Wireless Transmission Control Centers. They've been a huge help in the project, so we offered them exclusive rights to the pre-release. That said, they wanted to verify its scalability on such a large and expansive network. So, you know, with that, they're they're what they're doing is pretty cool. They've set up a private sub-network with a couple thousand emulated phones, and, and they're going to try to essentially run Safer Santa on each of those devices at the same time and see what happens. You know, I'm, I'm a little nervous, you know, about what's going on here, but it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, we, we just handed over the drive about 30 minutes ago, and one of the employees took it and ran off somewhere. It's just... It's, there's so much to keep track of. It's really crowded yeah. in here. Just a lot going on. No kidding. We've we've just uh, kind of stayed in the corner here and waited for people to come up to us when they when they needed something. It's it's pretty overwhelming. Uh, but I guess I, I guess you guys work for them, right? So you know. Oh, hey, look! I think that's our test station over there. Where? The screen on the left. Jeremy, there are dozens of screens on my left. With three dozen people sitting at them collectively. Let's just walk over there if you see something. Yeah, sure, no. No, it's definitely ours. I can see the splash screen right now. Just gotta, um, try and find a clear path. Uh, excuse me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Excuse I see me. now. That's, that's safe for Santa, all right. Hey, guys, don't get too far without us. <laughs> uh, 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 Jeremy, what am I seeing right now? Some sort of error message? I don't think that, that shouldn't be visible from across the room. Hold on. No. I don't think those other screens should have the same error message either. Jeremy? L? I think I left something in the car. You want to come check it out with me? Call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, let's go. Sounds good. We'll be right back, guys.
We really didn't think it was over at that point, but it wasn't. Tech Brothers Laboratories was mad at us over what happened to their satellites. It cost them a lot of money, and, you know, that's understandable. They also did threaten to pull funding, which it really seemed like they were going to do, but ultimately they decided not to go through with it. That being said, at that point, we were a week from launch and down an entire dev team. Really thought it, at least one of the four would stick around until the end, but I guess they didn't have it in them. After everything, it really seemed like we weren't going to make the launch, but why all night? We went into crunch mode and got it done with just a few days to spare. <laughs> ah, yeah, I really wish he could be here for this last interview and, you know, see it go live, but after he sent me this latest debugged version, he said he was getting out of town for the holidays, visiting some family in the country, just told me to wire him his half of the bonus and said something about getting off the grid. I, I don't know. Uh, I really, really did want him to be here, and last time we talked, I remember I said these exact words. I said, L, you've got to be here for the reveal. But, uh, I don't know, didn't work. Anyhow, just want to say it's been an incredible journey, and I'd really like to thank the New Media Labs specifically for immortalizing the story of what we went through to get here. All I can say is, I hope Safer Santa version 2.0 was worth the wait. But yeah, I'll take I'll take another. Yeah. Oh, we're on. Oh. Well, there it was. The making of the new normal holiday special. It really goes to show that technology isn't all ones and zeros. It's also hopes and dreams. <coughs> yeah. In any case, the actual holiday special for the evening is just about to premiere. That's right. Safer Santa version 2.0 is about to go live. If you are one of the many out there with a Guy 5 enabled mobile device, Safer Santa will automatically be downloaded to your phone at the top of the hour. So with all that done, why don't I give the last word to the man of the hour, or should I say... Who's writing this? <clears throat> Excuse me, I should say the app of the hour, Santa himself. Santa, are you excited for tonight? Well, of course I am. And do you know why? Am I, am I supposed to talk to this guy? But it's because I get to be free. Right. Good night, everybody. Merry Christmas. The making of the newer normal holiday special features the voices of Kion. Max Shrilbo G, Ethan C, Guff, Sean S, Soren S, Caleb C, with special guest Shibarno, creative consulting from Daryl and the Seven Rabbit Skunks, and TMH. Music by the Darwinists. This has been an AWCY FM production.